brother. We're ripping. I'm just going to get some more volumes up here. All right. What's up, bro? I'm glad to be back. Me too, man. It's been a while. Yeah, I think the last guest I had here was you. So awesome. Back. Yeah. I love it. In between uh, you and my last uh, 10 ramps about whatever going on, and I'm here, you're back. So. Welcome back to the Dirty Harris Podcast. Absolutely. So next week, I'm uh, I'm going to be hanging out with Carla. Yeah, you're going to be on her podcast. Yeah. Differently. Differently. That's the name of her podcast. Okay. I'm excited about that. She's getting a lot of good responses. Well, she's doing a killer job. She sent me like a, some questions and some things to kind of ponder. So I was like, wow, this is going to be organized. I'm, now I'm nervous. <laughs> I do better when I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> It'll be good, man. She, yeah. uh, she'll yeah. make it comfortable. So uh, I think I'm, we're doing it over the phone, right? Uh, computer. Do you have a computer? I like do. a laptop? I do. Because she usually will send you a link and like she'll be able to see you. But it's, they only record the audio, but you can see her while you talk. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I have a computer. That way you kind of get like the in-person a little yeah. bit. Like, uh, Still see some body language. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, shit, I guess I could probably do that with mine, too. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, she has a software or whatever that she uses for. Yeah. And then she records the audio. We upload it and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, but she puts out one every week. Yeah. Oh, I haven't. I only listened to the first two. So we got five now? Five or six? Nine. It's been nine weeks already? Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Damn. Yeah, today is number nine. Wow. The Heavy in Your Head. That's the name of our episode today. I can't wait to hear it. The Heavy in Your Head. You know what's great about doing the podcast is, um, you know, I, for me, this is a lot of rambling and talking and kind of a little bit of current events maybe and then just the rhetoric that goes on in my head all the time. But I had this... Um, I came back from a show I did like on a Wednesday at the Montauk. This is while I was still at work. And way back from the Montauk, I kept thinking, I'm in trouble. I was like, I just got this feeling. So I, I, I talked about it on the podcast, podcast talked about being in a predicament. And, I, and that was the name of the podcast. Right? And then I talked about uh, stuff going on with work or you know, life, or just things are out of sync. And sure enough, like two weeks later, I'm like, you know, you feel it. <laughs> yeah, I knew something was coming. Maybe you created it. I, I maybe it's secretly I was just hoping it would happen. I just took my. <laughs> you needed something to. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, you know, well, she creates a theme every month. Yeah. So you know, the, the first January was kind of you know intro. February, obviously with Valentine's, it was like uh, relationships. Yeah. And then uh, March is um, creativity or something. Right? Creativity, but lighten up too. Okay. It's kind of like her theme for the month, lighten up. Yeah, creativity. one of the questions about She interviewed a lady who does um, visual journaling, drawing basically. Oh, yeah. To, but rather, instead of like doing a journal, you're drawing in your journal kind of a thing. I don't yeah. Know. But she digs it. That's cool. Have you ever done any of that? Like journaling, like drawing things? Have no, you ever I, draw? I'm not a drawer at all. Have you ever drawn anything? fourth grade you know yeah like something like that that was it i got squashed in the fourth grade i gave up I, yeah. I made the most beautiful picture i've ever made in my life i turned it into the teacher and she's like yeah that sucks there's a d i'm like what the fuck? right okay i'm done yeah thanks for watching yeah i'm nice. done with this one class. life dream crush thank yeah. you moving on <laughs> i uh i drew a self-portrait um maybe two years ago it's awful I don't think it started off as a self-portrait, but, you know, I created, like, an eyeball, and I was like, wow, it actually, 
actually has some character to it. Like my the circle. Is it abstract or is it just kind of like it's literally just, it's like, just like sketching? I got you. Like nothing, nothing complicated. Yeah. But, um, you know, my jaw was like, um, what's the word? Uh, you know, it wasn't all a lie and everything was kind of like out, out of line. Yeah. Eyes were closed, my face. Picasso kind of. Yeah. And it was all done on purpose because I was trying to make it look nice and it was all fucked up. Um, but I was super proud of the picture, bro. I was yeah. like, wow, okay. Uh, it doesn't look good, but yeah. it looks like something. Uh, I kept it. I have no idea where it is. I think I took a picture of it like on Instagram back when I was like taking pictures of everything I was doing Yeah. on Instagram. Um, yeah. I think a drawing would be kind of a cool little thing. You know, it's interesting talking about drawing. I was listening to Jordan, Jordan Peterson the other day. Yeah. And he was talking about creativity and art. And he's like, well, if you're a true artist, you know, you're you're always evolving and changing and everything that you build or create is off intuition, you know. Right. And if you're not, if you're making copies, then you're just a propagandist. And I was like, wow. it just hit me right in the face. And I was like, wow, that's like a... It's almost insulting to hear that, you know, because I know a lot of people who are really good artists who copy. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that's exactly what he meant, but that's what he said. And he said it with like a punctuation. And I thought about with like music and stuff like that. Like, you know, uh, obviously I'm a songwriter, so I write my own stuff, but I learn other songs too. Well, there's very few original things. Very few. E even in music. I mean, you know, I mean, there's only so many notes, you know what I mean? And combination, I mean, I guess there's infinite combinations, but but that's what makes, you know when it's something that's really original. Right. That's, those are the ones that last forever because you know it, you can feel its originality. Yeah. Whereas something else is like, oh, that sounds like Zeppelin. That's, you know, it's kind of a, yeah. it's original, but it's also a fed by yeah. Previous. Yeah, because everything is even our thoughts, right? Yeah. We're all we're all just we're all collections of other people's ideas and 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 uh, research and yeah. stuff like that, which I think is is pretty crazy. And then you start thinking, well, you probably don't really have a whole lot of original thought in your head, especially nowadays with all the way we all collect information. You know, we have we kind of build how we want to lead our lead our lives, but we're not really coming out with any brand new ideas unless you're like elon musk or someone like someone like that's just you know how's the dog it's crazy yeah uh yeah and and today even more so i think because we're just spoon people are just spoon fed everything from your phone you know yeah. we've talked about that before so yeah uh, but you know those guys elon musk and all those guys are Say it. I've read that a lot of those guys uh, experiment with microdosing, like mushrooms, LSD, that kind of stuff. They do. Yeah. Really? Microdose, though. Yeah. Uh, not big, big, like, trips, but yeah, like. Yeah, they're not out in the field walking around looking for pink elephants. Uh, no, no, but they take a small amount and it helps them do that crazy and, you know, stuff where you go, wow, that's out of the box. Yeah. They, they really. You know, tap into something. So he was saying something too, which I thought was where he was talking about GPS and satellite in the sky. You know, it recalculates every time you make a wrong turn. You know, he, and he was talking about using it as like anxiety. Okay, it has anxiety because it doesn't know where it's going to go and then it figures it out, like kind of trying to compare it to a human interaction. 
And as he's talking, I was thinking, I was reading some stuff just yesterday about Neuralink, which is what Elon Musk is doing, and he's implanting yep. people's brains and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, we are literally 20 years away from fucking robots walking around. Well, we're going to be the robots. Yeah. So, well, do you, do you know what the singularity is? You should know. If you're going to do some research, do, this is what the Neuralink is heading towards. It's the singularity is the combination of computers and humans, mm. and that's what that is. Okay, you know, so mm. where you will be able to like he got that Neuralink. I think that thing helps with epilepsy or something like that. You know, brain injuries. It's, yeah, that's what that's what the the original reason was to fix people brain injury, stroke. Right. Yeah. So, but that's the first step towards one day you being able to download like the matrix or some yeah. shit you know downloading something into your mind or uploading yeah. information you want to learn how to play like aiming malstein you yeah. just download it yeah and it's in your brain yeah how, what, what kind of fun is that going to be i don't know but but here's the here's the problem it could be it's one of those weird things where technology it could go really well or it could go really bad yeah you know like certain people how, how shall I say it you know well, it's like everything you know well, they the, start the rich, viruses right create viruses well, the in rich, the software the rich get rich and so hey I'm gonna make myself super smart and you're you're over there without one so right. we're gonna keep you down and so you can't have one so you can't upload shit because we don't want you to get any smarter right. we wanna keep you down but we're gonna keep it all for us like that kind of thing yeah uh, you know we're so nothing's gonna change it's just gonna be more yeah it's the way it is today with technology I mean because that's how it was Back in the day, too. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Um, I started thinking about that stuff a couple of years ago. Um, I, I, I was playing at the Renaissance, and I took a break. And guy came up and tipped me a nice tip. He was generous. And uh, he was there for a convention or something. So we went and sat and had a beer. And, and I don't know. I was saying something like, uh, yeah, well, that's kind of scary. And he goes, no, nah, what's scary is AI. That's what's scary. And it was the first time that I had a conversation really about it. This is probably three years ago. And from that point on, I started researching it and looking at it. And I started getting realizing, like, you know, all these people that are bitching about Trump have no idea how fucked up it's going to get. And you're going to wish we were back in the days with we had someone you could bitch about. Because when the robots are walking around, and like you said, we're, we're becoming robots. I mean, once they put that in us, then they, you know, if they can hand, if they can recalibrate where we're going or our thinking or the software on that GPS, then that's what's in your brain or your head. They'll recalculate you for Recal liking Trump. Yeah. Or liking whatever you're not supposed to like, you know. Yeah. Dr. Seuss or whatever. Yeah. Dr. Seuss. I don't know anything about that. I saw some headlines. What's going on with that? So some group um, decided that um, Dr. Seuss is racist. and um, A group did? I don't know was but some group you know there's always some group for something are you serious yeah and so uh i guess it was national reading day or something last week or mm -hmm. whatever or national reading week or whatever and so uh, uh biden and his groups or whatever said no you can't read dr seuss we're gonna ban it that's crazy because it's racist So, yeah, so, you know, they banned Dr. Seuss. And then I saw today that uh, eBay 
basically blocked anybody trying to sell Dr. Seuss books because it's racist and, uh, you know, violent or whatever. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I ain't fucking kidding you. I'll pull it up on my phone if you want. I, I'm trying not to look at and my then, phone for that stuff, and it's get, it's trying to suck me in. So, you know, but they don't block Mein Kampf. They don't block, um, you know, Louis Farrakhan. They don't block, you know, any of that kind of stuff. But Dr. Seuss, man, that's the dangerous shit, you know. Yeah. Dr. Seuss. Well, I don't even know to think about that, bro. I was watching, uh, I guess Tom and Jerry came out with a new movie. Okay. Amy wants to see it. We didn't see it, but it popped up on my feed. They must have heard me talking about it. At the actual movie theater? Yeah. Oh, okay. And you can probably watch it on HBO, too. I don't know. Oh, okay. But then uh, I started thinking about, uh, you know, so I'm clipping through some of the clips, and then it must know that I'm looking up, like, you know, propaganda stuff and all that stuff. So all that stuff. All the cartoons that I loved was it was all propaganda, like you know the all the and I went back and watched them. I was like, holy crap! Like I didn't realize, yeah, the effort they were putting in. Well, it, nothing has changed. The propaganda has changed. Right. It's all still propaganda. Yeah, it's all still just in a different direction now. Yeah. That's and there's good propaganda, I guess, too. But it seems like most of the time it's used for. Yeah. So you know, when we grew up, I would say. superhero it's propaganda it's trying to it's trying you know the good stories it's still propaganda they're trying to teach you a good story you know right. to, to live well and right. Do, right, do right and be the hero or whatever it is but it's still propaganda right today it's um you know cut off your wiener and become a girl and that's normal yeah. you know i watched that shit and i was like i can't believe what i'm here who was that chick what do you say about some lady that's talking about she's the one pushing the whole gender uh, altering the genes for, for for kids who want to become a different sex well there's she's not I'm not sure who you're referring to if you're talking about the person who Biden nominated to be like the health secretary maybe that's her well it's a him but yeah it is looks like a her yeah that's the whole point are you fucking kidding me no wait a minute I'm confused already okay so, so what? what the, I don't know. Maybe I'm not talking about. Maybe we're not talking about the does, same thing. Does he or she have blonde hair? Yeah, and it's like curly and she go fat, fat dude. Yeah, yeah. It's a dude. Yeah. Who's wants to be a girl? Okay. Who Biden nominated to be health assistant secretary or something like that was getting interviewed in Congress, you know, and, uh-huh. and wants children to like be able to decide whether or not they can be whatever they want to be. Yeah, that's just, that's just mind-boggling. It's, it's, I don't know, you know. Here's here's the thing about that. At what what point do we just stop giving a fuck? Well, I've already I've already stopped giving. A yeah, fuck. but that's what I'm saying. But here's the deal. Here's the way I've seen it. Once you convince the masses that you can be anything you want, male or female, everything else behind that. You can create however you want. Because after that, there is no truth. Nothing is true after that. Right. If you can convince people that that is true, then nothing else, there is no other truth. There is no other reality. You've actually uh, dismantled reality completely. Do you know what I'm saying by I that? Do. Yeah, I do. 
Um, and that's where we are at because most people in the generations are starting to suck into that. That's why they wear the mask. That's why they triple mask. That's why they quadruple mask. Mm-hmm. That's why they sit in their homes and, you know, mm-hmm. do whatever the fuck they do. Yeah. Um, I wanted to tell you this too. I had a conversation with a guy here two or three weeks ago and, um, he said something to me. He just moved to LA and talking about stuff and he's like yeah it's kind of hard you know here in LA uh, you know because some people don't follow the rules <laughs> I, you know, I didn't want to say anything so I just let it go yeah. you know? but I was really thinking about it I was telling Carl it really hit me here just a couple days ago and it, <clears throat> that, that word those words stuck with me for like the longest time follow the rules the guys that follow the rules and what I came to realize is that following the rules has now become your moral virtue okay um, the powers that be the government however you want to look at it have spent the last 30 40 50 years removing God basically from our societal norms right uh, and now the government, is taking its place. So your moral virtue comes from following the rules of the new God, which is the government. So him saying some people aren't following the rules, they are unvirtuous now. So when you um, don't agree with gay marriage, if you don't agree that, you know, a little child should be able to whack off his wiener and turn into a girl... You are now unvirtuous. You are morally corrupt and need to be pushed out of society because you are not following the rules. And so once once that new God has been put into place, now they can create any rules they want um, to fit whatever agenda they need it to fit. Whereas before, when you follow God's rules, they were set in stone. They were written in stone. So um, you knew what was the foundation. Now it's whatever we want it to be. And then they get their sheep to follow along. And when you don't follow the rules, you get banned from Twitter. You get taken off whatever, eBay, Dr. Seuss. And and you can never win. You know, Um, the game is set up so you can't win the whole racist thing, all that kind of stuff. Profound to think that uh, we're here now. It seemed like uh, everything was, um, I don't know, just changed so much. You know, I was thinking a little bit to your point too, you know, everybody on the left was going crazy for what, four years, right? I didn't give a fuck. I mean, me and you had discussions about this before. I don't really wasn't really paying attention to it. I wasn't listening to articles from other stuff. I know you had encouraged me to say, hey, man, you need to check this out this, you know, in the years past. And then um, and now that now that Biden's in there, all my old friends who I'm just not friends with anymore um, have literally fallen asleep. It's like Biden's in, all this crazy shit's going on, and they just fell asleep. I don't want to talk politics anymore. I don't want to. It's like... Yeah, because they, they don't want to call the truth. They don't want truth to be truth anymore. You know, they'll overlook that he can't get a sentence out together. 
if you, I don't know if you, if you're not following one, he doesn't speak in public because he's dementia. I did see that he's, he hasn't talked in like 43 days or 44 days. Yeah, or and like if you would look at any videos he does, he, he can't put five sentences together. It's rough. Yeah. I feel for the guy. Right. I mean, I, I, to be honest with you, the person that I think it should be held responsible more is his wife. Uh, to put him through. I mean, one, I mean, look at all the presidents since I've been born. Mm-hmm. They go into office. Even Barack Obama was like one of the youngest. He come out with gray hair. I mean, right. the, the job's not like a, you know, right. uh, he's already stress the line free. And they yeah, got that's going to kill the poor guy. You know what I mean? Well, that's uh, the plan, right? I mean, doesn't it seem like that's the plan? Like, well, what is the plan? You want the bigger picture plan? Yeah, I want. I it's want... called the Great Reset. Yeah, have what, you heard yeah, of it? I've heard, I heard, heard about it. It's the great, it's the world reset, financial reset. It's the great reset. World economies, all of it. It's the great reset. Hey man, all I, all I know, I don't have any control over that shit. Right. All I got control over is me and my family. Right. That's it. That's all I. Uh, I, don't, I don't let it worry. I don't get. I don't. How shall I say this, man? What I've come to realize is God is sovereign, mm-hmm. and all this is bullshit. Right. So, uh, I don't really worry about it anymore. Right. It's kind of weird. I used to get my like blood boiling. Yeah. I mean, I still get blood boiling when I see these idiots driving in their car with their masks on. But hey, <laughs> more power to you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've gotten, you know, well, it was such, it was so outrageous from the beginning, and you kept, you kept thinking like fuck are you, are you people serious then you're like oh you are serious okay well then we're not friends anymore or we're not really family anymore sorry but that's how it's gonna be and i'm okay with it yeah um yeah know. i'm with you know i i see people with like the double masks on yeah and i i love i would love to have a conversation with some of them but i don't know them. i just see them and i'm i'm like you know if one mask, if if they just told you that one mask doesn't work, one mask doesn't work. Right. They just admitted one mask doesn't work. Right. So you should put two on. Right. Three is better than two. Right. Four is better than three. Five, so, I you know, why are you stopping at two? Right. You should have three. Yeah. And you should have four. So... At some point, you have to go. This is ridiculous. Even for them, they gotta at some point have some recognition that uh, this is ridiculous. This is torture for people who are are naturally people pleasers. This whole thing, I, it has to be because you and I, I think we're opposite. Like I'm, I'm easy to be around, but at the same time, you're not really gonna get me to do anything that you want to do unless I want to do it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know. So, but there's other people who. They just want to be accepted or feel like it's. The I want rule. to be kind to everyone. Yeah, but some people really are. They yeah. really they want to follow rules. They want yeah. to be rule followers because they, whatever they learned early on, I don't know. Yeah. And they are just doing. I went for a walk right before you came over here. I went for a nice walk around the lakes. Beautiful out. No one had a mask on really, except for this one chick. She was probably 27, 28. You know, she's in her yoga pants and she made clear. Around, like she, she made it clear that we were all diseased, and she was smart, like you know, just twenty feet off the path. I'm like, outside, it's you know, outside, eighty degrees outside, and I'm like, you know, yeah, they. In my mind, I wish bad things on them. I'm like, I'm falling (laughs) lake, and you know, shark. There's sharks in there. 
Yeah, you, you kind of do Land wish shark. Some something would happen to them to be like woken up almost, you know? Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just wishful thinking. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like we're just, uh, you know, I mean, it's just uh, we're, we're actually feeling um, evolution actually happen right before our eyes. Maybe it's actually happening. You know, I always, um, when Amy and I met, you know, and she got pregnant, I felt my life change the moment she said, Hey, I'm pregnant. Now we weren't together like yeah. for months and years or whatever. It was like, Hey, we got together. We hung out a couple times, made dinner. She spent the night. Two weeks later, she's like, Hey, I'm pregnant. And then like, I just felt like my life just disassemble. Yeah. Like that was a defining moment. But I feel like why, looking out in the world, I feel like that's what's happening. Not similar where people are just assembling themselves. And, um, but I, you know, I noticed though, you know, you and I were on the same page early on, like about this time last year, almost yeah. a year ago. Yeah. And I'm fucking going crazy. You know, I was like, what, what's going on? It's like, just if, if they start throwing bodies in the street, yeah, okay, there's issue. I mean, we're still talking like that and they're still acting like this thing is, you know, I don't even know what's happening anymore. And I don't, and I don't care as much. And, uh, um, and may, maybe it's because the assault from the left has, lightened up as far as now they kind of got their way and I'm not getting upset I don't think I'm being under attack but I feel like the damage is already done it's like they already they dug they dug up the ground they planted the seeds and now they're walking away and now the shit's starting to grow out I'm like wow this is how it's gonna go so the way I see it there's kind of like three groups of people okay so you had the the one group of people like us who knew knew that the whole lockdown mask stuff is all just a bunch of uh, phony baloney uh, you know government control get Trump uh, let's let's fuck everything up to get Trump out that's that was the main goal of mm-hmm. all the craziness not that the disease didn't kill people but if you if you actually look at any uh, how shall I say this if you look at numbers of like the flu I don't know if you saw anything on the flu, but the flu is down 98%. Yeah, it's almost nothing. Gone. There's yeah. like 125 people with the flu. Right. You know, whereas last year was like 400,000 people with the flu. So nobody has the flu. We cured the flu. Right. We actually, if if we knew, all we had to do was put a mask on to cure the flu. Right. It didn't stop COVID, but it cures the flu. Right. Uh, so, I mean, there's the scam for you right there. but. Right. My point being is there's a group of people, a third of us like us. Then there's a, a third of the people who believe it all, right. like believe everything hook, line, and sinker. And then there's a group in the middle that, like you said, they just want to follow the rules. They just want to get along. If hey, Keep their if, head down. If we got to put the mask on and do a little bit of this to get Trump, and you guys can get Trump out, hey, okay, fine, so be it. What I think is happening now, though, is... Okay, Trump's gone. Let's put away the charade. There's enough of them that are in that middle or like, okay, I played the game for a year. You guys got rid of Trump. It's fine. We got it. Let's let's get on with it. Uh, and I think those people are starting to get frustrated. And, and yeah. they still put the mask on and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But they, I mean, you see them. They're all out to dinner. They're all, half, yeah. you know, the mask is halfway on. It's like, okay, I'm just trying to get through there, this yeah. shit. There are a lot of sensible people, I think, that, that have decided, well, I have to keep my job. I have to 
run the course. That's how they're by design. That's in their nature, how they are. And I see those people and I'm friends with a lot of those people. Um, and, uh, but you know, nobody on the other side is left. I mean, they are, I killed them all off in my mind and like they're done, Yeah. you know, and I was mad for a while, but now I'm okay. Like later. Do they know that they've been, they're gone? In um, your eyes, or no? Because I don't. I don't know if I need to. You know, if I need to send off rockets to say, "Hey, no, I wouldn't send on. off." I just didn't know if they they know it. You know, they, well, a few of them may know it um, because my interactions were always like when you and I speak. You know, it's like, "Hey, man," you know, we check in with each other, and you know, if I don't get back to you for a couple of days, you're like, "Hey, everything all right?" You know, it's yeah, like yeah. we kind of do that. Yeah, that's not. I mean, that kind of went on, and then it just dissolved. And then I called a couple of people out on the bullshit, and. and um, and also, I was like frustrated. Then I was like, you know, what? I thought I would feel bad, like for for saying what I said. I don't. I'm like, nah, man. Yeah. You made my life miserable, a part of my life miserable by your actions. People like you acting crazy like that, and now we're all suffering the consequences. And my kids suffering the consequences. Playing basketball every fucking game with a fucking mask on with all his teammates. That's the stupidest thing, dude. Yeah. I can't believe that's. Happening. Oh, they just they had a meeting yesterday, so now they don't have to wear the mask. Oh. The last game's tomorrow, and then playoffs start next week. How kind of them, right? Oh. I mean, they and they're just the biggest douchebags uh, on the planet, the AIA guys, because they. I, I listened to their meeting, and some of the stuff they were saying. So, like, well, the numbers are really high. You know, there's. I'm like, you guys, you guys don't, you guys are realizing that this number is going to drop in three weeks, and they yeah. did, and they was like, we were three hundred thousand, and then we went to hundred, and now we're at forty, fifty, sixty thousand. Yeah, I, I get it. Like man. a magic wand was passed. It's like we all knew it was going to happen. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, my one friend, old friend, he's like, I predict that it's going to be gone by April. I'm like, oh, you predicted this? Like, he's, your, he's one of those fucking libtards who just, you know. And I was like, I was like, I can't even talk to this yeah, guy. Yeah, do you know why he said that? He it, so yeah, he loves hundred days, hundred days yeah. of Biden, and uh, you know, if you don't yeah. think that was planned all, from the very beginning, yeah. Fucking idiot. We said 100 days, and it's 100 days, and oh, we're right what, about where we need to what be. What a coincidence. Wow, you're a ma- you're a magician. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that, all, all that being gone, and I, I'm hoping that we can kind of restore some type of least normalcy where we don't have to wear a mask, but I know what Texas is. Yeah, what a fucking retard that guy is, too. What uh, do you mean? Um, the governor of Texas. What, what do you mean? So he came out. This is how stupid. This is this is why I hate re- fucking Republicans. Right. One, he should have been fucking doing this a year ago. Right. First of all, but now they act like they're some conservative fucking hero now. Like I'm gonna get rid of these mask mandates, right? Like right. oh, praise him, like he's some right. But if you actually listen to what the hell he said, yeah, he came out. It's Texas Independence Day. We're gonna show we're independent people, right? Yeah. Come out and he said we're gonna get rid of these mask mandates, but not today. Next Monday. Did you know that? No, you don't hear that in the news. You get the news. Oh, they're canceling mask mandates. So it's Monday, the twelfth, the tenth, or whatever, 10th, whatever it is. So you got to wait an extra week. He makes his announcement. But you got to wait. Why? Why? If it's what the fuck? If you're gonna fucking do it, do it. If you're not like, what? Do, what does that week do? If you don't believe that masks fucking work, right. and you're saying we don't need to wear masks, what's the fucking week for? Right. You fucking political piece of shit. Right. Unfucking real. 
That's why I'll never vote for him. Ducey's the same fucking way. Yeah. What do you think he's going to be at? At some point, he's going to follow suit or no? They already did. Today, he's... he's oh, he, he Well, you know, we don't have a mask mandate in the state. It's by county. Yeah. And I can't remember. There's a couple other counties that don't have them, I think. I'm not sure if they all do. I know Scottsdale took theirs off a while ago. For the city. For the city. But they're in Maricopa, so right. But I think there's a couple other counties that, in the boonies that don't have one. But um, he came out today. You know, they're all going to start falling because all these Republicans know they ain't getting fucking reelected. Right. If they don't get their head out of their ass. Right. They fucked everything up for the last year and acted like fucking dictators. Right. They're they're fucking done. Right. So they're all trying to now save their ass, like that guy in Texas. I better save my fucking ass. Because these guys don't really think I'm conservative. And then you got to wear it for one more week. So is there only one but guy? Ducey today said all schools need to be back in in-person school by March 15th. I thought he fucking said that last, like, six weeks ago. I, he said it today. They got Everybody's got to be back in school by March 15th. Yeah. It's a joke. It is a joke. Well, the thing is with the, the, the school, because I work there, um, these fucking teachers are, not all of them, I'm going to point that out, because they're not all like that, but most of them are. What? Are, are... They're, they're fucking mask Nazis. Oh, yeah. And they're... Walking around, giving kids shit about the mask, not being above their nose or in the class. Last time I'm telling you, if you don't get your mask above your nose. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I feel like I'm going to come unglued when I come to that shit. Because I'm tired of people fucking with me, fucking with my kid. And uh, for just some lie. Well, that's that's why we didn't send Shane back. Yeah. Because of that. Because- Cooper wanted to go back. His girlfriend's going to school there. It's her senior year. He yeah, wants to be there. people want to be with the people. Yeah. So he doesn't go to first period ever. We we call him out every day, and he sits in his office and or his room and does his homework in there. Why? Um, because the teacher in there is the guy who five or six times has, you know, given him shit about it. About and, his mask? Yeah. Pulled him by his nose. Not just him. It's, it's a bunch of people in there. Meanwhile, this guy falls asleep in his fucking chair. He's about 120 pounds overweight. And I'm like, why is he still here? You know? Anyway. Anyway, that's just a Well, stuff. because of their government schools. That's why. Because they work for the government. Yeah. People don't realize that. They never have. Yeah. It's a government school. Yeah. You're getting government propaganda. That's what you're getting. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame, but it is true. Well, what else going on? My boy Tom's doing good. Yeah, Tom's in the Tom's in the Navy. He's in the Navy. He's uh, nuclear engineering, and um, he's second in his class, which I'm so proud of. Um, he's got a 3.7 or whatever. He um, bought a car. Called us up. He's been wanting a car. You know, he, he was driving my other little Veloster. I was going to give that to oh, him. Oh yeah. But you know, I'd have to drive it to South Carolina. You know. Yeah. So he's like, "No, I'll just I'm going to buy a little car while I'm here." So he texts me. He's like, "I found this car. I'm going to buy it. I think I'm going to go see it." So what is it? He says it's a 1979 MGB. You know what that is? No, MGB. What is that? It's a little two-seater convertible uh, British car. You, I know you've seen it. Really? I'll show you. 
so he texts me and all right, well, look, call me and let me know, you know, when you go see it. Let me. Um, I'm just proud of him because he's he's just doing it all on his own. He's got all his own money. He's yeah. got his own job. He's got his own. He's like, Dad, I don't. He knows that. See, that was my my dream car when I was 16. That's what I wanted. An MGB. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so he goes and looks at it, and I said, "Well, did you like it?" And he's like, "I." Because I told him, you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. You right. know, one of the two. It's not going to be an in-between kind of thing. It's 19. It's almost as old as I am, right. you know. And he said, I love it. And he says, I want to buy it. I said, well, don't offer the guy. I told him, you know, we've worked through it. This is what you need to offer him. This right. is what you got to do. This is, you know, went through this whole whole thing. And um, he ended up buying it. Yeah, but anyway, so I'm just proud of him, man. He um, he went and he, he did it all on his own, man. He's in living his own life. Yeah. Bought his own car, got... Um, just like that, too, huh? Just like that. Made a decision. Did waited, it. waited for his time to leave, and then now he's running. So, yeah. Oh, I thought... So it looks like an Alfa Romeo. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's cool, dude. So he's got uh, he's got that. Is that the one? That's the one. Yeah, that's the one he bought. That's a good deal. Forty two hundred bucks. He he paid thirty seven fifty, hmm. and um, you know he's only like twenty minutes from the beach. Let me send you. Let me show you another picture. Sick. And um, I'm like, this kid's living the life, man. I mean, he just bought a. He sent us this picture. Bought a shirt called "It Is What It Is." Look at him. <laughs> he's all swelled up. Yeah, man. You know he's all buff. He yeah. works out every day. Awesome. And I'm like, dude, you're gonna you look like that, and you're gonna be driving that little convertible to the beach, bruh. What the? Yeah. What, what the hell? So, uh, you know, but the, the did he the, get a custom license plate that says no. like "Pimpin" or something? No. That's but funny. he. Um, But the thing about being in top of the class, he's never really been uh, known for, um, you know, he wasn't in the honors programs or any of that kind of stuff. But he's got a lot of smarts up, up top. Right. And they're doing stuff that, like, really is right up his alley. Right. Like, he didn't do very good on the math and all that kind of stuff. But now they're, like, into valves and all kinds of, you know, he's on the mechanical side of that yeah. thing. Yeah. But when you finish your class, if you're in the top of the class, you get first pick of the available jobs, you know? So you get first pick of where you get to go. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's the cool stuff, you know? Dog's fucking with me. That's all right. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so how long has he been gone? Since, since September, and it's driving Mama crazy. When's he come back to visit? Well, never. I mean... <laughs> gonna try to go see him but they got all these damn restrictions we we couldn't go to graduation right. to his boot camp graduation he's gonna graduate from his a school here in april and i don't think we're allowed to go to that um if you if he's gonna see anybody he's got to put in a request to see someone and if we fly that's like a ding if, but if we drive it's okay you can see him if you drive but you can't come if you fly 
So we thought we would just fly somewhere else and then drive in. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense, right? Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. I, I, someone sent me, you know, I'm not. We're not on social media anymore. Actually, I have a, a Snapchat because Haley's got her. She likes to send me videos of her babysitting her kids and stuff like that. But another friend of mine sent me a link to uh, Instagram, and the girls in the uh, drive-thru. She ordered a coffee. She don't have a mask on. The guy goes, um, ma'am, if you don't have a mask on, I can't give you the coffee. She's like, well, I don't have a mask. He goes, well, I can give you one. She goes, well, why don't you just hand me the coffee? <laughs> Rather than hand and me the goes, mask. And he goes, I can't. She goes, well, if you can hand me a mask, you can hand me the coffee. And it went on and on and on. And I'm like, this is... this is." Was that a joke or is that it for real? That, it was fucking for real. I'll send it to you. Oh, it's, I'd love to see it. Yeah, but that's what you're dealing with daily. That's what's going on at the school daily. You know, when you when you you, you see what's going on with that shit. I uh... Carla got mad at me. You know, when they first started all these changes and everything with. Yeah. Uh, so I don't drink Starbucks, but she loves to get a Starbucks. Yeah. And it, do you like Starbucks? I don't. I mean, I used to. I would get like a mocha every now and then, but it's five bucks for a cup of coffee. I don't want to spend five bucks. Yeah. Them. So. Too cheap. But when you go through the drive-thru, they, they take your cup and put it into a cup oh. to hand you your cup. Yeah. But they touch your cup when they put it in the cup. Right. So when we pull up to the thing, I just grab the whole cup. The cup that I'm supposed to, yeah. that they're handing me in, I just take that whole thing. Yeah. Oh, no, sir. You're not supposed to. I'm like, Do you want oh, it back I'm, now? I'm sorry. You want this? Uh, I'm sorry. I grabbed the wrong cup. Which cup? You're this. Like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck. But you know, then I had a lady, they, they put the wrong thing in the cup to hand to me. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not our. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Let me take that one out. Let me put this one in. And you're like. Yeah. What, it's a dog what, and pony show. What are you doing? Yeah. You already touched it. Yeah. I'm still surprised they're doing, like, temperature checks and stuff like that. I mean, they when you go out to, you know, to the school, they can take your temperature and embarrassing. It's none of your fucking business what my temperature is. Fuck you. Yeah. That's what that's what that's what I want to tell people. Yeah. It's not your fucking business what my temperature is. Yeah. 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 And uh now, you know, everyone's just settling down and just dealing with it. Um you know, for the most part. How's the basketball go this season? You guys do good? Twelve and two so far. Well, so you guys are going to playoffs. So tomorrow we play the team that just beat us, um, who was I think they're undefeated, uh, Paradise Honors. Um Dude, I've, we played them a couple years ago. I remember they were tough teams. Yeah, they're like a private school. Um, they're not that. They recruit kids. They basketball. recruit kids. They have some good players, but we have a way better coach, like hands down. Um, um, he does a pretty good job with some of. The, I mean, we, we we got we got some talent on the team. I mean, we got some ball handlers, and we have a big kid um, who's not playing well, in my opinion. But um, we have some other kids that know how to play under his program that are on the team that we're like seven or eight deep that are so um, wear him down yeah so he knows I mean you know he's, he's had a winning program since he's been there minus last year so we won't talk about last year because that was a fucking nightmare um, but last year in general was just shitty yeah but anyway um, I think we're going to get him to, uh, on Friday I, I think there's just uh, we have too much momentum we played really well against Yonker Yonker's not a very good team but um we smacked them around pretty good. And uh, some of the guys on the bench, Cooper got a lot of minutes, so it was good to get him loose a little bit because he hasn't really got to let go. Yeah. You know, and he's been kind of a role player, and he's 
you know, he's, he's, he's trying to accept that role and he, I think he's doing a good job, but, um, you know, he wants, he wants to rip, he wants to play. Yeah. And, uh, so, but he, he's hanging in there and I've been kind of guiding him through all that. Um, but you know, we got two really good guards, uh, that handle the ball that, uh, are, does he play more forward or does he play more of a guard? He's more of a two guard, I guess, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, uh, he, he's grown. That's what I mean from, yeah, he can, he can do, but he's never really like a point kind of guard anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he is a point guard. I think he's I think he wants to shoot more than yeah. that, but he's a really good passer. He's really developed left-handed po- passes into the post, right-hand pass. I mean, he's really no-look passes right on the button. Um but some of our big guys they, they have like little hands or soft hands. They just can't catch the ball, dude. It's really like you, you see these passes like great pass like dude, I can't believe you didn't catch it. You that. know that ball's coming yeah. to you. It has to come to you from the floor. Yeah. Um but you know it's just that you know I'm overreacting because I'm a fucking psycho dad in the stands. But well, I, I I'm so I so miss that because these last two years was gonna be the years where Shane really developed himself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, and grew and, and got stronger and right. like all of that. And I, I just I'm so pissed I kind of missed it. Yeah, you know I mean it was he was fun to watch when he was little but yeah. i was really waiting for him to hit puberty and yeah. like really start to like yeah it's like once he once he was about to hit puberty the knee gone and then we had to do it again yeah so we had to hit twice you know so he won't i don't think he'll be ready to play senior ball yeah. i don't even know if he even could play senior ball even if he was ready yeah his skills he hasn't played in two years right. three years so yeah you know, all his skills he's like way behind you know if he even couldn't even do it. So yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Well, if he got his if his knee was strong and got his cardio back, he could probably return because I think he he learned those skill sets pretty young. Wasn't like he's Yeah, I mean, free. he started in second yeah. grade. I mean, he was running circles in second yeah. grade. Yeah. I mean, it's just, not like he just started playing at 12. No, I mean, uh-huh. I so I think he he probably could play for sure. I I believe that. I mean, I I mean, I watched him play and coached him and his IQ's high and um you know he has a skill set but you know we can't do anything if you don't have any cardio and your legs not feeling good you know then you're not going to play what you need to play at that high level you yeah. know i mean he goes to therapy i mean he can he barely he just got off his crutch i mean he's just now walking yeah. without a crutch yeah, that sucks so yeah man that's well, why I'm, I mean, I'm kind of excited about golf if God. i get him into golf hey that's that's yeah. the path we're gonna he go find now. something else that he falls in love with that's that's what it's all about you know, I was a pretty good baseball player in high school, and I tore my rotator cuff my my sophomore year. And I was pitching, and you know, I had a really good curveball, I had a good changeup, decent fastball. It wasn't overpowering, but um, I loved baseball. Yeah. And I was pretty good at well, obviously ultra competitive. And then I tore my arm, and then I could never pitch again. I got stuck in the outfield, and then. And then the, the surgery never really healed. Yeah. Like every time I throw the ball in the third base, I might feel like my shoulder was going to just, you know, burn up. Yeah. And then, you know, I kept playing, you know, a little bit after that. And then and eventually softball. Now I'm like, I'm not doing it anymore, man. Too old. I'm too old. Yeah. Too slow. Too old. And I'm not really motivated. I don't really care. I don't really, I don't really like to compete. Like competing makes me, I, I didn't realize how much of a, of a, how competitive I was in a really kind of a nasty way. Like, you know, I want to stomp your fucking head. Like, you know, that's how I want to win. 
<laughs> and I, I, I think that was always a good thing when you were younger. But when I got older, I'm like, no, it's just, you know, it ruins relationships when you're that competitive. If you want to win at everything, you for know, what? But, but here's the thing. Uh, that is Kill what makes... I read I read something or I saw like a documentary or something on um, Chris Paul. Yeah. And um, basically, they were basically saying he was one of the nicest guys, but if once he was on the court, he'd rip your fucking head off. Yeah. Rip, rip your throat out. You know, what I mean, like that's kind of the the mentality you almost had to have to go to that level that right. they go to. I think. I think you're right. You know. Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady, I remember listening to him. He said he used to flip the, and they used to have, like, family games. He said he would, like, flip the board over playing Monopoly if he was losing. And, you know, my kids, well, Cooper was like that when, when he was little. He would lose well, his Well, you know, temper, temper tantrums are one thing, and the, but there is a level of, like, just straight up, I'm I'm going to do everything it fucking takes to win. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's what makes those guys. That's why Brady's the fucking man. I mean, right. good lord. Well, and and uh, winning's not easy, right? I mean, being coach for the basketball team, we talk about that all the time. And dude, that guy likes to win. Yeah, yeah, he likes to fucking win. That's all he wants to do is fucking win. That's the only reason why he's coaching. He wants to fucking win. And I don't know if the kids even understand that that play for him. Maybe there's a couple of them, you know. I know Sammy understood it when Sammy played for him, and then there was a bunch of other kids. Um, yeah, it's all about winning. Yeah, it doesn't matter, you know. And it's like we're not winning; we're not playing to have fun, you know. We're right, going right. to win today. We want to win every time we have the ball, you know. And uh, I, that was something that I was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be great," because this guy's just like how, how I feel about things, you know. But I'm definitely not as competitive. Well, you know, you used to see me at the game. I'd be coaching the kids. I'd be mad if we won. I'd be mad if we lost. I'd be mad if, you know, I mean, I would still come home, like, with this this toxic feeling. Even though I felt like winning, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. You felt bad about being toxic? I just don't feel like it was healthy for me. I think yeah. I'm better being more neutral. I think I'm better when I don't give a fuck, actually. I think it's more my more my mojo. Because I have both. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm a guitar player. I like to chill out, play music. I just want to chill. But it's like you said, when we start competing, it's like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You sure? Because <laughs> <laughs> once it's on, it's on. It's like I can't turn it off, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like even, like, I don't even like playing the bee bag game. Like, um, oh, uh, yeah. I actually got my cornhole or whatever. Yeah. Because I don't want, I, I'm not, I don't try. And then, then someone will be in there and I'll start talking a little bit. And I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. You know? <laughs> Now I've got to take them out, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, why? I just want to have fun, but I can't. I can't just have throw the bag and I don't have care fun. if it lands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have memories of people who can do that, like who can just chick, sit back and not care. Uh, I think I got a little bit of that, yeah. but I like to win too. Yeah. But in a subtle way. Yeah. I want I want to uh, sneak in there and beat you without you really knowing that yeah. I to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. There's different There's different ways to... to, uh, to Destroy people. What's up, Coop? What are you doing, home? How you been, man? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Cooper's in the house. Say what's up, Coop. What up? <laughs> Dog Sam, what's up, too? Okay. Um. Yeah. Competitions. 
I think it's good. I, I, but I definitely don't think it's everything. Well, that's what helped Shane, I think, on the golf course the other day. I told you he uh, changed his rhythm. Or you could just tell, like, his his mental aspect. He wanted to keep... I'm like, dude, we don't need to keep scores your first time ever on a golf course. No, no, I'm keeping score. I'm keeping everything. Right. And, um, but you could see his mental brain. He wasn't just getting up there and swinging like he was at the driving range. There, he just wanted to kill it. You right. Know? And the ball's going just every freaking way, you know? Right. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a long day because he's going to get on this golf course and that thing's going to be flying <laughs> all over. But he controlled his swing he knew okay man i got water over there i'm i'm you know he's like playing strategically right um not just trying to hit it you know whereas yeah. most of us just get up there and try to hit it and kill it and see how far we can hit it yeah you know he's more oh no i'm gonna try to get planning out five i'm gonna you know so i mean that helped that competitiveness you could just see was really helping him right you know so yeah it's interesting i always i always uh thought golf was um you know, you can hit, but you can't play defense or anything like that. So it's it's you have to plan when you play golf. Like if I take this shot a hundred times, or if I if I use this club a hundred times or that club, what's going to give me the higher percentage of the best? You know, I'm going to put the ball closest to the hole. You know, right. and uh, those kinds of things like that's simplifying it. But like you know, you have to really kind of you know, if you hit it in the woods or in a tr- behind a tree, it's like all right, do I? Do I chance it? There's a 30% chance I can hit it around the tree and get up there, and now I can now I'm putting for two for one or a par, or I putt a here and I got I'm definitely gonna birdie or whatever. Well, you know, you say that you can don't play defense or whatever, but if you ever watched Tiger Woods when he was younger, mm-hmm. he he did play defense. How so? He was a master, not only just on the way he could hit the ball, but he would you know the the tournament's four days long. He would go out in the f- beginning of the tournament and take those chances or really stick it or go for all those birdies and all that stuff. Once he got his lead, fuck it, you're not getting past me now. Because right. now I'm in control of this ball game. I'm, I'm, I've got six strokes on you guys. You ain't catching me. I'm not right. going to go for that birdie. I don't need the birdie. Right. I can play it safe. I know I can hit this club. I'm going to sure. be able to get my par. I'm never going to get close to the water. I'm going to, you know, you'd never catch him at that point. Right. So if you ever let him get out in front, you're screwed because right. you weren't catching him. Right. You know, and that's what I mean. He would mentally yeah. uh, play the game to screw you. I agree with that. Yeah. You know, rather rather just, I am just going to try to get out there and get as low a score as I can get every time. Yeah. So his offense may have, or his defense might have come with him staying really aggressive and, and putting his, making his, his, his uh, opponents not play well because he yeah. was so aggressive and good. But he was strategic and that guy's an assassin too. Yeah. You oh, know? yeah. That guy, he wanted, you want to talk about, I'm sure, wanted to rip your throat at him. Yeah. Off. I think guys that are the, the best competitors that have that killer mindset are able to manage their manage their their anger better than most. I think I've as this competitive I've always been. I've was I was never afraid to throw down. Like I'm like okay, we're having now we're gonna have a fucking knife fight. <laughs> but that's why that guy's exploded, Tiger. You mean in his life? Yeah, in outside his, of it. in his whole life. Yeah, right. I mean. It, it, I think from the time he was three years old, you know, his dad had pumped all that shit in him since, right. I mean, he was, uh, he was a 
was on the TV show. I, you see that clip of him, three years old, hitting the golf ball. Like, yeah. Just driven since that age. And once he started to secure all the trophies and tournament wins and becoming the greatest, you know, all of that was like combustible. Everything he's yeah. had under control for 30 years started like, okay, the I'm going to start letting, over. I need to let some of this shit out. Yeah. And it started with chicks and yeah. drugs Ooh. or whatever it was. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him lately. Painkillers. He his car over something. Yeah. I think he was painkillers. I think he was jacked up. They yeah. said he didn't, he didn't have any uh, skid marks. Yeah. Like, never hit the brakes. Just. Yeah, maybe he was trying to end it. I don't know. I, you know yeah, that's an interesting point that you point out, though. Um, you know, because anger is a real emotion, right? you got to be able to use and channel it. But if you, if you, if you somehow box it up. Jordan Peterson talks about this stuff all the time. Talks about your uh, identifying with your your shadow, you know, your inner self, or your monster, whatever like that. It made me realize, like, well, okay, I know what mine is. You know, I don't know what other people's is, but I know what mine is. You know, it's like when I get pissed, you know, fucking game over. And I don't, and I know the game's over, and I still don't care. You still, you don't care. You can't, can you? I you can't snap. No, out the of it. energy from the anger is too, it's too rewarding in the moment. Like I just love, I love the power, and I just, you know, I just want to rah like the fucking Hulk. And it's been like way ever since a kid. Now it doesn't happen nearly as much as it did, you know. And I, I take, I, uh, I take measures to make sure I'm, I'm mellow. Usually, I got you. you know yeah. I mean? Exercise. Sometimes I'll um, exercise is good. Yeah, it, it does release a, a, an energy. Yeah, um, and that's be the right exercise too. Like competing, um, I don't know. Like, um, well, you know, kickboxing was was good because it you weren't allowed to get angry in there because you would get knocked the fuck out. Like, you know, if you got angry, then you're in a real fight with guys who are really like know what they're doing. Who know what they're doing? And fighters are different. They're not. They're different athletes. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, they want you to get mad so they can try to, you know, they'll kill you, you know. Yeah. I learned that, you know, being in there. But uh, so I don't know. That that was kind of that's why I love the UFC and all this. Those guys, they beat shit at each other, and then they get up and they hug and they show respect. They talk to each other at the game. In a basketball game, guys walk off the court. Yeah. You know, they got all this attitude, and not just basketball, but other sports too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, exercise is good, right? You doing any exercise right now? You working no, out? We just walk. Yeah. You know, walk is good. Walk a lot. It's yeah. so nice to walk out in Arizona right now. Yeah. Yeah. And we take the dog for a walk because we're living in the hotel still. Oh, my God. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Dude, our house is going to... Wait till you see our house, dude. It's like it's going to be a whole brand new house. It's been an hour. Yeah. So when are you coming back to the house? And when are you going to move back in? And I'm hoping within another week. I'm hoping. You're, you're out for what, four weeks? Just about, yeah. I've been living yeah. like on vacation. It's weird. What are you guys doing for spring break? Anything? Are you just going to stay at the hotel? Or wherever you're at? Where are you at? Yeah. The residence inn. Okay. We're up in the penthouse. Are you? It's like a two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> it's just... A, Carl and I and Shane, so, yeah. you know, it's good. It's all good. Yeah. We're just chilling. It's good. Uh, we've been golfing. The little golf course that we played is the, off our balcony. The golf cart's come.
come right under our balcony. Oh, cool. So when we played, Shane had a Fortnite tournament he wanted to get into. Uh-huh. So we, we, you could drive right up to the door, right at the hotel, and dropped him off, and then Carla and I took the carts back. And mm. yeah, it's cool. It's good, man. So he's good. He's good, man. He do. He's got straight A's. Yeah. And he like sleeps in bed. Like never doesn't even get out of bed for class, you know. Right. I was like, I think I gotta get him up. Like this just doesn't work for right. me. I'm like, he's got straight A's. He's not missing any assignments. Like, right. I can't complain. Right. He's working. So he's working under the shitty circumstances that were given to him. And I'm like, so he's managing it. Why are you know? Yeah. I, I think he should be like showered and sitting at yeah. his desk. And I'm like, okay, why? Like you know, you look at all of our rules that we have in yeah. our mind and be like. This is the way you do things. Yeah. Well, he's making his own rules, and he's got straight A's. So, yeah. I mean, if he wasn't, I'd say, okay, get your ass up and, you know, yeah, get yeah. at the desk. And But, okay. Right. Then you got to put some rules in there for him. But if he's managing his own shit, it's kind of like, well, what are you going to do? I well, And I fight. agree. I feel like, you know, we everyone makes too many rules for their kids. You know? Well, I've always been one for freedom. Yeah, I know you have. Yeah. I love that. That's, I, I, that's, I, that's why I love you guys, man. I, I love... You're like, yeah, we're gonna do it like this. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, we're doing it like this. So. <laughs> and 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 you know, it's inspiring. And I think you know, we're like that too, Amy and I, because both of us aren't rule followers at all. Yeah. She's the, the the only reason why our relationship works is because she doesn't tell me what to do, and I don't tell her what to do. Now we we have expectations of each other, and how, and we both try to honor that. But it isn't like she's not like you need to do this. And, yeah. Because I know a lot of guys. Yeah, the wife said I gotta do. It, you know. Carla and I aren't that way either. We're, 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 uh, yeah. We have, I mean, Carla and I communicate more. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know how much you guys communicate, but we communicate. Fuck. We just, that's all we do is communicate. Yeah. We are in constant communication. Um, and that's, you know, that's what works for us. Right. Because we have to. Right. Because if we're not, shit gets fucked up. Yeah. Or, gets confused yeah you know or she thinks this and i think that and you know but if we don't talk about it then we get pissed off at each other and i yeah. don't understand so we are in on, always constant communication right uh, i think the and that goes uh, you know i mean stupid shit stupid shit always comes up fucking dishes dishes will come up like every four or five months yeah who's doing them well you know i do them but i don't do them all the time she does most of the time she likes to do. She likes the kitchen look a certain way. I put shit away. She takes it to you and I put away and puts it in another drawer. You know what I mean? It's like, why the fuck am I doing it? You know, we've had this discussion 20 times. I'm not doing it anymore. Like, I'm not a fucking crazy man. Um, so that kind of shit still stirs up. But that don't, I don't know if it's just that. That That's kind of like an argument to have about, because there's other things maybe outlaying on the table, you know? Well, one of the things that I've noticed is... Um, Sometimes the thing you're arguing about is not the thing you're arguing about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, you think you're arguing about the dishes, but it's really about something that happened freaking 10 years ago <laughs> and that never got resolved. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the dishes are just the trigger that's yeah. got you, stirred it back up. You're like, fucker, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. So you're fucking <laughs> dishes. Making me think about that incident 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's the... One of the things that Carl and I also recognize is you have to ask for what you want. <clears throat> you have to be specific about what you want. Right. 
because you as a lot of times we assume that you know. Well, you should just know what right. I want. You should know that the dishes need to be done. Right. You know, Carl will be like, well, you should know that the the yard needs to be mowed. Right. Well, it doesn't need to be mowed in my eyes. Right. In my eyes, it's not ready to be mowed. Right. <clears throat> but I've now learned what her. I know. So you know, a couple days ahead, I'm like. On Sunday, I'm going to mow the yard. <laughs> so don't tell me, hey, the yard needs to be mowed. Right, right. Like, I've, I've been here 20 years now. I got it. Yeah. Like, I, I'll let it go a foot. Right. You want it at six inches. Yeah. And they're important lessons to learn because you feel like, why do I need to announce it? But Because um, we're not mind readers, right? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's funny. But what's funny is, is the reason I say that you got to ask for what you want. <clears throat> I tell her all the time, well, just tell me. It's no, you know, there's no big deal. Just tell me what you want because you're going to sit there and stew for two days. Right. Uh, and all you had to do is say, hey, I'd like you to mow the yard. Okay, great. Yeah, no problem. I'll get it done. Yeah. You know, or whatever the issue is. Right. And she's learned that too. Like, oh, all I got to do is say, yeah. hey, I'm thinking the yard needs to be mowed. That's all you need to say. Dude, so last night, so this is a piled up. Sammy had a pile in his room. And I went in and said, motherfucker. <laughs> Seriously. I said, motherfucker, seriously, that's all I said, and I pointed. So I'm not saying anymore, because I'm going to start breaking shit up in this motherfucker. Yeah. So he's just looking at me like, all right, like, I've seen that look before. I don't give him that look much more, because he's older now. I'm just like, you better fucking figure it out. So anyway, later in the day, there's a fucking pile of dishes in there, right? One of them is mine, I'm sure. Yeah. Maybe two. Well, Amy comes home. Fucking pile of dishes. And this is like, you know what? I said, um, I said, tomorrow I have nothing going on. I said, I'll. Get it all done. Do some laundry for you and get stuff. What she start doing? She starts doing the dishes. Now I'm irritated because I'm like, she just told, asked me about the dishes. I said I was going to do them, and now she's doing them. Yeah. And then she's like, well, and she says something like to the fact that, well, now that you're home and Sammy's home, you know, I th- yeah, kind of, I'm like, oh, here we go. She got sucked into this fucking argument again. And I took the bait, and then. Uh, then I took the I took my foot off the gas. I was like, whatever. I mean, it was irritating me. But it was like what I was talking before. It was like once I second pissed, I'm like, yeah, I wanna I wanna yell. I wanna say something mean. You, you know, what Carla and I have done is those moments we've trained ourselves to say it right then and there. Say what? Like, bruh, you you're, you just told me about the dishes and now you're doing the dishes. Like mm. we we have the discussion right then and there. Yeah, and end up usually most of the time just kind of laughing about how stupid and crazy we are yeah you know that i'm pissed off and now you feel like you got to do the dishes and we kind of like laugh and joke about it right it almost becomes uh levity yeah sometimes that happens yeah for us too but if she's tired my sweet this is riley hi riley (laughs) um sometimes it does that, but other times it kind of gets out of, out of sync. She's too, too tired, or maybe I didn't respond the first time. Yeah, sweet enough. Um, so one of the jokes here recently is she knows that she can't come to me. So she, I redid one of her podcasts, right? Mm. And so I, I put in all the music, did everything, and then she comes to me. She says, "I, I, th- I think something needs to get changed. You don't have to do it right now." But I want to take the music and move it here or there and delete this little thing. But you can do it tomorrow. No, I 
can't fucking do it tomorrow. Now I got to do it today. <laughs> you just fucking brought it to me. Now I got to get it done because she, I don't want that. That's how you are. Yeah, I have to if, do it right then and there. Yeah, you and, kind you, of thing? and she knows that. Uh-huh. She's laughing because like I shouldn't have said anything. I'm yeah. telling you, I'm like, no, you know, you brought it to me. Now I got to fucking do it. Yeah. Now, now it's right. You just put it on my plate, right, so right. now I got to deal with it. Right. Or I'll come home and she's like, this damn drawer's broken or something. You know, I'm like, ah, oh, fucker, motherfucker, I got to fix that now. No, you don't have to fix it right now. Well, then why are you telling me right now? Right. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. You're telling me because it needs to be fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, Amy can actually fix some shit. She's actually fixed some shit because I, you know, I don't, I, I'll wait. I'm okay with waiting because, you know, most of the things in my life are broke. They've always been broke. My dad wasn't around. I mean, it's just like, you know, I'm used you to things. You are the same that way, man. We're, huh? we're very similar. Yeah, way. I'm just used to things not being perfect. I'm okay. Like, you know, but when things are nice, I'm, I very, I appreciate it. You know, when I get a, when someone makes me something nice to eat or the house is clean, I'm like, wow, cool. Yeah. Thank you. But I guess obviously obvious it's not enough. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that smart. <laughs> I hear you. But uh, it's all good. And so I, mean, I did some. You know, the, the laundry's piled up uh, big time. But uh, you know, my laundry's clean now. I just did all mine. Maybe I tomorrow. Forgot. You guys do separate laundry. Well, she does everybody's laundry. Okay. I mean, you do which, your own. And I typically like. I'll do my own, you know. Just, how do I do mine? And everyone else do theirs. That seems pretty normal. But, but you know, you know, mama's mama does everything. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they do. That's what they do. And then if you don't do your shit, then you get called out on it. Yeah, that's just how it works. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, anything else, bro? I don't know, man. I'm still writing my book. Hmm writing like every night this week trying to piece things together taking all my writings from my program and kind of putting them in my book and I finally realized that I guess it didn't have to be a long book Mm -hmm. so writing a book is like a weird mental game I'm sure it's probably the same writing writing a song I don't know or you're forcing yourself to write a song you just get up and write it right like I'm trying to like Yeah, you, almost like I, I can't just get up and just write. Sometimes so it's what I've been trying to do: just put all my little pieces together and like know that it's not written correctly or written yeah. in order necessarily. Yeah. It's like just get my thoughts kind of in order. So yeah, and then I write it and I go back and read it and I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have went back and read that because it doesn't make any sense. I fucking but, hate that, bro. I'm with you on that all day long. I uh, try not to listen to anything I write. If I write something. I, I I don't even like to record it now because it I go back and listen to it three or four times and I start hearing all the mistakes or what I could have done. And then Amy's like, whatever, I'm not song you're working. I'm like, ah, fuck that song. She's like, it was great. I'm like, nah, it was all fucked up. Like, I'm just, you know, you know you're know, you your own worst critic. But yeah. I think you're right, though. If you're, when you're writing, I think for me, too, because I, I read a book called The Artist Way years ago and it was called Morning Pages and it was like, just get up no matter what, just write. I think Carla read that book. Yeah, just write two pages every day and, and it was stream of consciousness stuff, which I think really started helping me kind of just... She does that every morning. Like stream of consciousness stuff? Yeah. Pretty much just get up and journal and just whatever's there. Yeah. Let it out. I think it's, I think it's healthy, actually. Women do a good job of that. Haley, my daughter does that. Yeah, I and, can't do it. 
No, I don't always do it. I mean, I I journal, but now I do the podcast, and I I like to I like to do the voice stuff, and I like to hear my voice out loud, and then try to and then answer my own questions in my head because sometimes in my head I'm just like fucking all over the place. When I'm speaking out loud, it forces me to listen to whatever just came out of my mouth instead yeah, yeah. of the other nine things that are going on in my head. And uh, but this week, since I left work, I've tried to do it. I probably have done two hours of um, stream consciousness talking and I've deleted everything just because I felt like the, there was nothing there and so that's fine yeah you know? that's kind of the way my writings are going so but in a uh, I'm getting them more organized so I'm hoping I can get enough and then just give it to Carla and say put, put it together put my pieces together for me yeah. you know what I mean yeah uh, so she's pretty good at that so that's good. She's a good inspirational motivator, kind of like just write it. Who cares? Right. Who cares? Write it. So. Well, she hears you and she knows what you want to say too, right? So. Yeah. But even her, she still doesn't get how deep I, my mind goes sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's still too deep for her sometimes. Yeah. Because they get pretty deep. Yeah. But I feel things on like a really uh, different level. I want to say uh-huh. feel. Feel the invisible world. Does that make sense? Mm, I, well, I, I kind of know what you're saying, but no. Um, like I've been having this like thought about the vis- the physical world and the invisible world. Mm-hmm. Called spiritual world, I guess, but I call it the invisible world. So you get the the material world and the and the invisible world. Mm-hmm. And you know, we live life in the physical world, but. It's those times when you know you you're in a room and you can feel the energy, the invisibleness. There's something happening inside of it. There's nothing going on. There's no n- noise, but you know, right? Fucking something's awkward. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I live in that world. I'm so sensitive to that world, and so like when if I walk into a room, I can literally tell the you know. I mean, you probably can with your wife. You know, mm-hmm. they've been together so long. I can feel that shit yeah like that and so i'm just attuned to it so i'm trying to maneuver it's a lot about my work yeah in in what i'm doing you know is is that distinction between the two realms yeah is that stupid i don't think it's stupid i i i think uh you know and maybe that's the consciousness that you're talking about. You know, it's like uh, being conscious. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I, I'm noticing where I'm conscious and where I'm unconscious. Yeah. You know. Um, I noticed. I, 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. Honestly, I. You know, sometimes I have these, and maybe it's the the two worlds. I'll be doing stuff, and I'll get like this revolving thing that goes on in my head. Like it's like I'm checking, like I'm scanning. It's weird. And it's like I'm scanning through my thoughts real quick to see what's wrong or what's not wrong. And then I'm like, okay, that's, that's right. That's good. No, I don't need to work on that. Ah, this, this, this part is still kind of fucked up. It's weird. And uh, I've been feeling You're that. scanning your thoughts or you're scanning um, the, the room or the energy where you yeah, are? Yeah, the energy. But it's, I think thoughts are in there too because, like, you know, everything's triggered by that for me. Um, yeah, the room. I mean, you know, when Ames comes home, she's always tired, and you know, she works too much. She gets paid nothing, you know. So 
her vibe is always like I'm tired. I want to sit on the couch, Veg. look at my phone, do you know, do whatever. Yeah, drag her out once in a while. But um, yeah, the rat race wears you down. Yeah, it is, and she loves that job. But I'm just like, you know, it. it well, you know, I mean, you, we always talk about like, well, you do things that make you feel significant, right? Like, I'm playing music. I coached. You know, when I wasn't. Um, doing a job I like I did I was coaching because it made me feel like I was contributing right right in a positive way you know and then working at school I, I felt like well I'm helping out the kids you know I'm there for those kids I fucked the adults because they're all stupid but the kids were cool you know <laughs> yeah um so there was like it made you feel significant and then you know now I'm doing my music and I'm like okay this is really where I am this is who I am yeah. and, and uh um I don't know I can't remember the point I was trying to make um we're talking about being conscious yeah just being conscious of uh the rat race the rat race yeah yeah that's the whole thing that rat race is just torture yeah it's starting to wear me down a little yeah it always has every what, job i've had where'd you down wore me out to the point where i got fired or i was in a position where i had to leave there's been some jobs where i was mature about it and left before i got fired <laughs> um <laughs> But I'm not afraid to get fired, obviously, because it's happened a couple times. Um, I usually just get bored and like, okay, fuck, I gotta go do something else. I'm and you bored. find something else. I'm bored. I get bored. I get tired. I'm like, fuck, why am I fucking here? I've had a, two times in my life where I didn't have a job. The greatest like six months of my life, yeah. both times. Yeah. It's strange. It, no, it's not strange because I'm with but, you. But I gotta, I got, it's like I gotta be in the rat race. Can't. You got to figure out how to put food on the table. Yeah. So, it sucks. Well, I'm doing music. I'm doing my merchant account services, which I just... You got back into trying to get a yeah, couple of those going? I have a couple of chiropractors that are supposed to come on board. Um, some of the new places I'm playing at, I'm t- telling them right out of the gate. I'm like, hey, man, I do this if you guys need that. So, you know, if I get 10 more accounts, I mean, it changes everything about my residual income. You know, it comes in. And it's not that difficult, you know, especially, and fortunately, I have a partner that I've known since I was six who says, hey, Ricky, you go get this stuff. Get all these things, you know, check these boxes for me. Yeah. And you bring them to me and we'll do a conference call and we'll and make sure the customer understands everything he's getting into. And we'll make sure he's taken care of, which is great. Yeah. So that, that part is working. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And I'm doing guitar lessons again. I start that next week. So put out. So if I can make a hundred bucks, I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Um, play your gigs. Do my gigs. Yeah, the rat race. Yeah, trying. I'm never gonna have another job again, bro. This is it. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. So either Amy's gonna have to, you know, dump me or make a bunch of more money. <laughs> like if you know it doesn't work out, because um, I'm not coming back to corporate job. Yeah. Uh, I'm not punching a clock. No one's gonna have the opportunity to tell me I can't work here anymore. And I don't want to be in a position where I'm going to tell someone that they eat shit and die. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not cool. Um, I don't mind saying that, but, you know, There's I don't want to work with people where I feel like I have that's, that's what I'm going to come out of my mouth. Yeah. You know? It'll eventually get there. It, yeah. It eventually <laughs> finds a way out. Yeah. I was telling, uh, I tell this story all the time, but this is a funny one. So um, I got fired from this job. So I was uh, working on an album the feel album I don't know if you heard any of the songs but I did this in 96 I recorded it in 96 but I was living my mom's and then I would go to work and I delivered furniture 
and I worked with guys who were all in their 30s. So I was like 23, 24. Yeah. I just, I was still kickboxing. So at, when I would go show up at work, I'd be doing flying side kicks over couches and stuff <laughs> like that. Like that's how I would still have my youth, yeah, you know? Right. And, uh, and, and plus I'd be up all night, you know? So Are I was, you? yeah, it was easy. But um, the guy that worked there was a miserable dude, you know, the, the boss. Yeah. Yeah, he was divorced. You know, he's fat and out of shape. And all he would do was just go treat all these other guys that were like shit. Now, these guys weren't smart dudes. They were nice guys, really cool guys. Yeah. They give you a shirt off their back, but they weren't, they didn't think about things all the way through. And um, he treated them like shit, you know. And he tried that shit with me, and I was like, I don't think so, buddy. I was like, first of all, I live at home. And, you know, I don't give a fuck. You know? Yeah. And I still don't, but um, I let him have it, bro front of everybody and uh got to the point where i must i picked up i picked he had a dr pepper or something from burger king and i was i was gonna chuck it at him you know? yeah i remember i picked it up and i was like oh you can't do that Put it back <laughs> so meanwhile while all this craziness going on my partner on the truck was uh he was a police officer at one time and he got out of it because it was too hectic you know yeah mental, mental form so he's like 33 34 but he was he kind of lived vicariously through me because I played in the band. Right. I was young. I had a couple girlfriends. Like, my yeah. life was just like, you know, it was just spinning. Yeah. And uh, so he's on the truck. And now I'm kind of like, fuck, I just did some damage. Like, I don't know how this is going to go. I go, hey, man, what do you think? And he goes, I think you shot yourself in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking funniest thing ever. So next day, the guy calls me in, and he was a lot nicer to me. And he's like, hey, man, just I, I thought a lot about what you said yesterday, and I think you're right, and I probably need to do some things. And he goes, but I can't have you talk to me like that, and you're out of here, you know? So it ended on a nice note, because I think I was, everything I said was Straight just up. unvarnished truth. It wasn't like I was just some douchebag. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, you know. You laid out the truth. Yeah. It's like, fuck you, dude. You don't talk to people. like You can't talk to these guys like that. Yeah. It's bullshit. These are grown men. That have families And you're making them feel like There's one guy That was like 48 Working there Now That doesn't seem old to me now Yeah But when I was like 22 I was like This dude's like Old Old And he wasn't smart And he was a hard worker Yeah And he treated him like shit That's not cool Yeah That's crazy <laughs> So yeah man I'm not working anymore bro I mean I'm just gonna I'm gonna figure it out Good I'm gonna try to keep my um, My uh, My habits Under control um, As far as what I do Cause I think that can you can get squirrely when oh, you, when you don't have yeah. a lot of discipline, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited. Yeah, you know, I'm making decent money on the gigs. I'm getting a lot more gigs. I'm getting better. Uh, I still got. I mean, I'm not old. Yeah. I ain't 20, but I'm not old either. So I'm excited about that. It's good. But I'm excited next week, man, for uh, the podcast for uh, differently. Yeah, with dude. Carla. It's gonna be awesome, man. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. She's gonna pick your brain. She'll make you think. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I hope I don't sound like an idiot, but uh, no. like on this podcast, I don't care because it's mine. You're her inspiration, man. So uh, oh, really, yeah. You know, we we have a saying at our house. You know, you gotta let your let your Rick fly. Let it Rick, let it fly. Let your Rick fly because it. you know, uh, you do, man. You just you don't give a shit and let it let it fly. Mm -hmm. And uh, so <clears throat> you know, she can overthink it too much. Yeah. And wants it all to be perfect and wants it all to, you know, it's got to represent her brand and her yeah. company and all of that kind of stuff. And so uh, sometimes I tell her, hey, you just gotta, don't worry about it. It right. doesn't have to be perfect. That's, right. that's why we're, it's called differently because right. it's different. Yeah. So you don't have to do it like everybody else did it. 
Yeah, I agree. Well, I th- and I think there's something to be said for, for, for grinding it a little bit, you know, because, you know, it, like you said, it's your brand. Well, what can I make it? You know? uh, well, she started freaking out about it the other day because she, you know, they get a, she gets a report on how, you know, how many listens and how many downloads, and this episode has done this many downloads and blah blah blah. <laughs> and um, she's kind of like, well, what if, you know, she just started freaking out. How, what if people stop listening? How do I yeah. make sure that uh, I still get good stuff? And I'm like, you're going to have shit that sucks. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, some episodes are going to rock and some are not. Yeah. So, it's just, you just got to keep going. Keep going. So, I think that's it. You just got to keep growing and then post it and let it rip and do another one and let it rip and do another one. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's very cool. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to do it. I've never been, I was invited to be on a podcast um, months ago. The guy that was a rocker, he had a, he's had a show for a while. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, come over. And then he canceled on me once and I was like, eh. Screw it. You don't cancel me. <laughs> Nobody cancels Rick Ayers. <laughs> so, no, but I, uh, I just did. I was like, ah, whatever. It's probably gonna be looser than I want it to be. I like being in a position where you know I feel like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm taken seriously. You know, yeah. Because I feel like I don't, I really don't take anything too seriously. But it is nice to be taken seriously. Like, I feel like it's an honor to go be on that show. Yeah. I'm super excited. That's cool, man. She yeah. she wants you to play that song or send her that song. Uh, I can't remember which one it was. The happy song or something like that. Oh yeah, she asked me for that one. Yeah. <laughs> she loves that song. Yeah. I, I, I should do that one. I should She's going to ask you about, like, the, that story. I know that. That's, like, one of her things. Yeah. She she loves hearing that, uh, you know. How the songs come up. And yeah, stuff like how that. it yeah. came about and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I know that's, you know, uh, it's a good story. So Yeah, I wish I had I wish I'd had other songs for her to listen to that she would listen to. There's a lot of other songs that um, no one ever asked me about that I play, that I write, that I wrote. I have a song called Light Up Your Mind that's really a cool song. And it, Simple Verses great chorus it's kind of like you ever play it on when we come visit you oh yeah i play yeah. i play a lot um, so i've heard it probably probably yeah, okay and you probably thought it was like pearl jam or nirvana or oh, something okay. like that because it has that sound garnish sound garden kind of zeppelin sound to it and with acoustically i don't know what it sounds like but with the band that's the way it sounded but um yeah a lot of, a lot of good songs the happy songs yeah i wrote that song like I don't know, like two o'clock in the morning after all my buddies told me I, I, all my songs were depressing. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I play that song, and that's everyone's favorite song. I'm like, here we go. That's the story of my life, you know? That's funny, man. I think that's what she loves about that story because part of it's because it fits with her, um, what she teaches people, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's all, and how that came about. So mm-hmm. she digs on it. Now I'll be good. I'm excited. Well, let's wrap it up, bro. Let's do it, man. I appreciate you coming I, by again. I love it. We'll keep it coming. This is uh, the third show. Yeah. So, uh, and we, this is, I think, it's my 60th episode. Wow, dude, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I always say there's like a 60 episode. I don't know if anywhere any good. I'm surprised. And I used to look like who who listens to my show. I don't even look anymore. Yeah. I see I get like some hits on it. Like, okay. Some, somebody's look, listened to it, you know, and, um, but what I'm going to start doing too, and uh, I'll share this with Carla too. While I go there, what I'm doing. Um, I have some a friend of mine who's a comedian, and I said, "Hey man, send me some Clips. jokes." You yeah. Know? And then I at my last show I did, I had a George Carlin clip on there. I wanted to talk to you about him. Did you listen to him much at all? When I was younger, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I he spoke a lot of his truth, you know. 
Yeah, I think that's why I fell in love with him. Yeah. I, I kind of liked, I thought he was funny before. Yeah. But I think um, he said some stuff about, um, he loves individuals. And he goes, does, he goes, once you get more than two people together, I'm not interested anymore because they start wearing hats and shirts. And, and I was like, it was funny, but it was so true. Because you think about, I mean, I think about, I'll, I'll even back it up when we were kids. You know, you hung out with this dude, and all of a sudden, a couple other people show up, and now all of a sudden, this dude's kind of acting like a dick. And you're like, what the fuck's this dude's problem? And we were just cool a couple minutes ago. Yeah. Now he's, and it's that whole, that thing, you know, where people, they're not, you know, you, you really get to see the individual. Yeah. And I'm like, my whole life, that's why I just liked hanging out in small groups, because I, I thought it was, I had, like, problems, but the everyone else has a problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Very cool, man. Well, yeah. I'm glad. I, I'm excited to come back. Yeah. Good stuff, brother. I appreciate you. Later. Later, man. Thank you.